one time we did an episode without recording a bar it was like it was some talking no 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 it wasn't that long <laughs> dude it was no. 35 minutes it's an episode bro it was no, 35 it, it minutes was... and then we had to literally like pretend like we were hearing things for the first time again <laughs> <laughs> no it's called a dry run you go in and you know do it and then we had to just do it again it's fine you know it worked out just fine <laughs> guys it's number 20 yeah we made nice. it Oh, cool. Is it because I've been advertising episode 19? So this is really awkward. Oh, oh. yikes. We're going to have to yikes. do two episodes today. <laughs> okay. I guess we're going to have, yeah, we're going to have to make up for the last one. See, Abra, here's the thing. We're, we're not really organized. We just kind of talk. <laughs> and yeah. um, it ends up kind of working out sometimes. I, I edit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I edit a lot, you know, because um, we don't know what the hell we're doing half the time. So. Yeah. We're just talking like we're at, in the lounge at BU. That's yeah. it. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And we have, and then Yusuf has his chill grill. Oh, CG, man. CG. Yeah. And you paid an extra 25 Sponsor- cents. Sponsorship. <laughs> extra this episode 25 is cents. sponsored Ooh, that, by that, chill grill. Your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, have you guys been following this uh, Brian Laundry story? Who's that? Yeah, Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito. Yeah, the the, the girl Gabby. that the girl that the, the girl that was dead, and then her her boyfriend just kind of disappeared. Well, he came back without her, and yeah, then yeah. his parents like told him to hide or something like that. And now he's on the run, and they still can't find him. And like, there's been like spottings of him and stuff. But yeah, what's, it's pretty what's, big news. Wait, what's his name? And laundry. I swear oh, to God. Why? No, no. It's like yeah, that's an interesting name. <laughs> guess, guess you could say he has some dirty laundry. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> How would you feel? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. That's that's a joke for the for the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was like, you met your quota. That's it. Yeah, you met your quota. No more jokes. Welcome to episode 20. Today is the historic 20th episode, or as many people like to know it as the half century of episodes. Uh, no? Is, is not the... Is it... No. Your math, your math it's not, isn't, that, isn't that a half century? 20? It's 50 years, boy. 50. Oh, well, I'm sure if you guys are not familiar with that voice, that's our special surprise for, uh, for our 20th episode. Is one of our OGs. We have Abrar Mohiuddin out here as our special guest for our 20th episode. And so today he's going to be joining us. Unfortunately, uh, Ibrahim is unavailable today uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. However, he has just texted me saying that he said onions. Nope, that's my grocery list. He said <laughs> that he wishes he was there and he... Um, he wants all the listeners to know that he's gonna he's he's there in spirit so you know he's there in spirit with us and uh, obviously he's disagreeing with everything yusuf is saying naturally <laughs> um but today i want to start off with a bra and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask him i'm gonna ask the group but i'll have him start today with a couple questions is what is through four weeks of the nfl season what is the biggest surprise you see um that you you know, throughout the, throughout the season that you felt has, uh, that you didn't think was going to happen? What's the biggest surprise you feel? Well, first I want to say thank you guys for having me. I've wanted to be on this podcast for the longest 
time. Uh, I know this is a temporary thing, but Ibrahim, I just took your job. So just <laughs> stay home, take care of your boy. Um, I'll take over from now on. Uh, I'm the permanent replacement. As Belichick says, next man up. That's right. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a very good question. I like that because the biggest surprise for me was the Chargers. The San Diego Chargers were kind of, I did not expect them to beat the Chiefs. I did not expect them to be as good of a team as they are. And I knew that Justin Herbert was going to be a star, but I didn't think his development would be uh, exponential this season because he took a huge step at the end of last season. I thought that this year he would sort of continue that, but not as if, you know, most of the time the second year quarterbacks have a down season, but he's doing such an awesome job. His motivation and how he carries the team and how that team uh, depends on him is inspirational. So I kind of hope that one of the things I think about this is I'm going to bring this back to the Bears, even though I'm not rooting for the Bears this year, but there's still a small space for the Bears in my heart because I hope that how Justin Herbert is developing, I want to see that same parallel with Justin Fields. So, but the Chargers are one of the teams that have surprised me in recent weeks. I like that. I like that. Uh, you guys want to piggyback on that? I know I heard, I saw some gasps on Yusuf and Danielle's face when he said he's not rooting for the Bears. So I know let, let, I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. One of their two or both of them are going to be about the Bears. So go ahead. Prove me right. <laughs> I, I will prove you wrong. Uh, for me, uh, the Bears are not surprising. I, I think they are who thought they were and uh, they're two and two. We, um, we, 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 let, we let him off the hook. <laughs> we let Nagy <laughs> off the hook. We have let Nagy off the hook and he needs to get fired. Uh, but that's another story. And I feel like we can talk about that forever. But for me, uh, through four weeks, the team that has been the most surprising has been the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they're last place in their uh, in their division. Um, they are two and two. They've lost a couple of games. Uh, they lost the Ravens. Um, you know, with the banged up team. Uh, and, you know, they also lost to the uh, the Chargers that uh, are mentioned who are going to be great. And obviously it's a divisional uh, rival. So that's going to be a tough game. But nonetheless, they are one of the worst. They are the second to last worst team on the defensive side. Uh, regardless of the offense, if you're not able to defend, you're going to struggle. And, you know, this was a team that we're expecting to go to the Super Bowl year after year after year. Um, and this year just, you know, has been disappointing because they are, you know, two and two at this point in the last team. And, um, you know, in that division, you have a lot of good teams, right? You got the um, you got the Chargers, you got the Raiders, you got the Broncos who have been surprising uh, and their defense has been getting, you know, just been playing well. I think they're going to slowly um, wither away. But, um, you know, the Chargers definitely and the Raiders uh, are teams that are definitely uh, in contention for the playoff spot. So. Let's see what happens with the Chiefs, but their schedule is not easy if you look at it. So uh, not to say that I'm worried they're going to miss the playoffs, but I'm worried what's going to happen when they get into the playoffs because their defense is horrendous and Mahomes is great. And I think he does a great job, um, but it's definitely not the same. And they've been very disappointing for me um, through the four weeks. Yusuf, do you agree with the sentiments of Abrar and Danielle, or do you have another surprise up your sleeve? I agree with them, but for me, that's not like the most surprising. For me, it's, you know, I want to piggyback on Abrar talking about, you know, these young quarterbacks developing. Um, I'm going to go to the last 
undefeated team that is left mm. in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. They have scored 30 plus points in all four of their games. They've beaten teams like the Titans and the Rams, you know. Uh, yeah, they played the Vikings and the Jaguars too, but, you know, they've shown that they can beat the elite and also the mediocre teams. Um, for me, Kyler Murray's development is something that I'm looking at, you know, um, obviously as a Bears fan as well, but I feel like they got it right. You know, there's always growing pains whenever you're developing a star and, you know, you got to deal with it with patience. And the last year they did do that. And, you know, he's, he's come to his own. And I think, you know, they're going to be a legitimate threat. They got AJ green, Deandre Hopkins, you know, their defense is starting to show up now. Um, They're in a really tough division, but man, I'm telling you, I've been saying it since week two. I've been saying it since week two. I think Kyler Murray is the real deal. And this Arizona Cardinals team is the real deal. Well, I'm in for a real surprise with this one, y'all. The Dallas Cowboys are my biggest surprise for this year. As much as I don't like the Cowboys, in particular because of their fans, let's be honest. <laughs> you know, nothing against the Cowboys themselves. Which fan base do you hate more, the Chicago Bears or the Dallas Cowboys? Chicago Bears, because I <laughs> live and breathe. I live and breathe with them. You know, <laughs> Dallas. I don't know. I just hear about it from afar. But I assume if I lived in Dallas, I would. I would have a different opinion. But this team. This team should be four zero. They have. Uh, they played a very the the Super Bowl favorite. You could say the Buccaneers in Tampa, and they almost beat them. They beat a very very good. Los Angeles Chargers team in Los Angeles, and they beat a very, very good, at the time, undefeated Panthers team. And the Eagles, it's a division game. Those are always tough. And they're not just blowing teams out. They're playing good defense, you know? They're, that, that's something that they were, you know, looked down upon through the last few years was their defense. And surprisingly, Dak Prescott's literally picked off, he picked up where he left off before he was injured last year. The offensive line is healthier. Their defensive starters are healthier. And, and Ezekiel Elliott is running the ball. And C.D. Lamb is coming into his own. And they're doing this all with without their third best wide receiver, Michael Gallup, who is out for considerable part of the year as well. So this team is only going to get better as the year goes on. Now, whatever their history has shown, whether they'll wither away as the season progresses, but it's undoubted that this, where they are right now in this, in this season is very surprising. Obviously all the above choices, everybody said, I totally agree with, but to me, I did not see this coming. I did not see the Cowboys being this good and literally on the cusp of being undefeated. I think that's something that I'm going to applaud. And I don't think I'm, I don't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to applaud Mike McCarthy on that for he's been doing a good job, whether we like it or not, he's been doing what, whether, you know, whether we like to agree with it or not, it's having an impact on the team and they're doing good. And Dak Prescott's balling out. The defense is balling out. And this team, if they keep playing like this are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, not saying favorites. I'm saying if they keep playing like this, good defense hounding the ball running the ball can air it out when they need to they can they have the recipe they have 
the recipe for a Super Bowl is a good offensive line and a good defensive line, right? In history, think about it. Last year's Buccaneers. What did they do last year in the Super Bowl? They hounded Patrick Mahomes over and over and over just with a, a pass rush. Cowboys are doing the exact same thing. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. They can run run the ball, control the clock, and they can uh, attack the quarterback with just a four man rush. That's a recipe. That's the main recipe. Dak is good enough. He's he has the top ten, top five talent. Whether he's there or not is a different story. He has that talent to get there. So whether the pressure of being in Dallas, you know, you know, uh, up uplifts them or is their downfall is a different story. But I think. They're the biggest surprise to me for this year. And I hope I'm really excited to see how their season progresses because through this first four weeks uh, schedule, they've had one of the toughest schedules and they've played very well. So I'm excited to see how it goes. I disagree with that, man. Dallas, do you see who they played? Let, let, let me just pull this up for a second. Dallas Cowboys. This is who they've played. And Obeid's already said it. All right. They lost to the Buccaneers, game one. Lost. Barely. Super Bowl champs. Okay? 29-31. Okay, I'll give them a close game. They beat the Chargers at the Chargers. You're a surprise team, by the way, bro. They beat your surprise team in their house. But no one expected the Chargers to be, like, to be as good as they are right now. Like, that win against Kansas City is a dominant statement win. It was a – it was – and they almost lost because of their own mistakes, but they still ended up winning. They, it's 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 like you don't expect that. No one expected just Justin Herbert to play lights out that game. Like no one expected that. Even Patrick Mahomes was like, "Yeah, he's good." You know, like you know. I mean, and I, here's the I, thing: I, the they might make the playoffs because their schedule is not that difficult. They don't play a tough team until they see the Chiefs in November. Yeah, real talk. So, so, so here's my question. Steps, but there's no way they're going to beat Tampa Bay. There's yes. No way they're going to beat Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's not going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is like, God. Before before their chief no. showdown, they have a very good shot of being 8-1. and one. Yeah, but the Bears started 5-1 and one last year. So, yeah, we got to, I mean, like, listen, I'm listen. I'm but the Bears had Mitchell. Tri- I mean, come on, you're comparing no, no, apples no, no, and oranges. Saying, totally look, look, different look. scenario. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Contender this early on? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I I think the road to the Super Bowl is through Green Bay and Tampa. Like, like you find me another complete. And I'm only saying Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers is that good that he could just carry the team if he needs to by himself. And look, the the, the only two, the only two lot with with how the Cowboys are currently constructed and how they're playing, the only two losses potentially I see the rest of the way is to the Chiefs and Raiders. That's it. It's they're the not Cowboys. losing to they're not losing they, to anybody else. Self destruct. They've always done this. Even last year, they were like what they had a winning record, and, or two years ago, they had a winning record, and they went eight and eight and lost in the division to the Eagles, who were like a losing team the whole season. Like that's just craziness. So yeah. they might have a good team all around. They've always had they've always had the top receivers. They've all, not even top. They had good receivers. They've mm-hmm. always had a stout O line. They always had Zeke, but they could never close out a season. And but 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 that's what I'm know. saying. This season feels different. December. It, it again. It's too. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's a surprise. It just feels different dallas something about them when you watch the dallas is always watch them even go back two years ago they're always good in the beginning and then they like tank at the bottom of the season 
So I know, but that's typical Dallas. For some reason in my gut today, <laughs> in, in my, in my core, in my 12 pack of fat, I feel that, you know, it's something different about this. I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I think that they've basically shoe in. They're going to win their division. There's no competition. Uh, debatable. Yeah. I say that's and debatable. Because with, with, with everyone says that the, last, every year the people say that. And Dallas always finds a way to lose. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, the Eagle, Jalen Hurts is there's playing no okay, but competition they in dominated the NFC East, though. Yeah, there's no right, competition right. in the NFC East. Washington does Cowboys win the NFC East. I don't Easily. think there's any doubt about that. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, do you buy into the hype, right? And Obeyed this year is choosing to buy into the hype. I am. I am. T- I am on the. I am. He has sold his soul. I am siding into the hype of the Dallas Cowboys. Hold up, hold up. Skip, skip, wait, skip. skip. (laughs) I'm on team Skip Bayless, all right? Oh, God. Cowboys, my turn. Look what's going on. Also, I want to say that I don't think the road to the Super Bowl is just through Green Bay and Tampa Bay, uh, like a bar set. Um, I still think, you know, like Obey said in week one, Los Angeles, I think that's a very real threat. But I also think now, I mean, how Obey is saying, like, don't sleep on the Cowboys. Don't sleep on the Arizona Cardinals, man. I don't see the Cardinals going that far in the playoffs either. They don't have the playoff experience to go deep in, to make a deep playoff. You know, as as funny and as it may sound, as, the as, the, sorry, as many so, of you go guys ahead, think, go ahead. Oh, well, as ma- ma- many of you guys think like that's not important, but that's super important. A team like Tampa Bay who has the experience, who's won the championship their first year with Tom Brady, I mean, they're just it's it's the playoffs are a different animal. Cardinals doing a great job, but like I said, I don't think that they're going to be a team. They're going to be one and done in the first round and then out. Like I think, I think, I think the reason that they will get to the play uh, to the playoffs and have a winning record throughout the year is because of Kyler Murray. But I also think that's the reason that they're going to lose in the playoffs is yeah. because of Kyler Murray. You can plan Hence, around them. Yeah, exactly. Just look at Lamar Jackson. No, no disrespect yeah. to L Jacks, but he's an incredible quarterback, an incredible athlete, but come playoff time, it's different football. And yeah, yeah. this, it's, it's been proven throughout the years that it's easier and easier and easier for coordinators to plan around that. No matter, and, and that's saying, and that's coming from one of the best coaches in the NFL. John Harbaugh is a gr- phenomenal coach. And do you not think he has a great game plan set up for Lamar? Of course he does. If but it's just the this just the game like that. It's just I think if if it comes down to a shoot shootout against Lamar Jackson and let's say Tom Brady, I'm picking Tom Brady hands down. I agree. Yeah, no definitely. Way Lamar is gonna be able to win a shootout. There's not gonna happen because his game style is all based Different. on the run, run, eating up the clock. You they have to establish the run first in order for him to be successful. To some degree, he can establish the run run himself, but in playoff, it's a whole different game. And how defenses will scheme for him is going to be different this year. And like we're not seeing it now, but we'll see later down the line that it's going to be hard for him to run. And even next year, I don't even, if he keeps taking hits on the run, I don't see him. He's going to, he's like Cam Newton 2.0. He's going to be out within the next three years. And, and it's not going to be, be him. His body's going to break down and he's going to be forced to throw the ball. And he's and not that's one of the reasons. Gonna, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Danielle. No, well, no, I was just going to say, I, I mean, I know Abrar and Yusuf don't agree with you, but I, I think it's a possibility. Like you said, I don't think it's uh, they're the favorites to come go to the Super Bowl, but 
I think when you make the playoffs in the in the what's it called in the NFL, there's always a chance, right? To go especially far. with the format, depends, with how the format de- is, yeah, yeah, and it also depends how well you're playing. Like if the if the Cowboys are playing the way they're playing right now during the playoff time or near the end of the season, I think they would have a good shot. The but Packers, that's the thing. Been, but that's what well, I know. You know but uh, the the Cowboys typically don't play that type of. That's true. That's true. I agree with you, and I and that's what I I, I agree with the way that I feel like this year is different. This, I, I there think, you go again, Daniel. I'm, I'm, I'm both I'm, of us again. I, no, I'm just telling you the truth. That I mean, this is how I feel because I've watched the games, and usually they screw things up. But this year, it's a little different. The game okay. against the Chargers, I feel like they would have lost in the past, but they won. Yes. And I feel like so we'll see what happens, but I'm just saying when it gets to when it comes to in the year before that, the Dallas Cowboys, the first five games, they went five and one and then lost the next six. So yeah, it's it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. Bad teams, like they're not even good teams. They lost. They lost. I think they screwed themselves over. I don't trust in their coaching. Their coaching is terrible. So we'll see. Put Dallas anywhere near like Super Bowl. They did Super Bowl. I will give them playoff spot. They're an underdog to go to the Super Bowl. I, if you no make way. the playoffs, and no I think way. they're definitely, I think out of every division, they're the one team that is that has the highest percentage of winning the division because of how bad the oh, other yeah, teams absolutely. are in the division. I don't doubt that. So when you Chan make the division, you can rest up your stars yeah. <laughs> and you can prepare for the playoffs. So I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm saying it's a good chance, but I'm saying like it wouldn't be shocked. Last year, you obey the news. So I know we were talking about the playoffs. None of us chose the Buccaneers to come out and go to the Super Bowl. That's it was true. either Seahawks That's or it true. was the Packers and no one expected. We never would even touch the Buccaneers I and they ended up winning it. This is why we should have had you on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Brady. Like yeah. I, I will say that Tom Brady, as much as I like, like, I feel like he's on a different level now. Like, you know how they say, like, when you get to the top, you have to like, fight off everyone coming to the top. I think he's now so far up on the mountain that he just knows everything and no one can even reach those accolades. And you just, he just knows everything at his age. Like you just know it. Like you're like, Oh yeah, I know how this, how this team runs. And these often defensive coordinators are all the same. They just get recycled. And he's worked with every, he knows how they all operate. He knows their playbooks. And he may not know in the beginning, but he will find a way to dissect enough to get the get Tampa Bay in a position to win. And the thing is, Tampa Bay has the key personnel to win. And they have they're so deep that even if they get injured, they have players that can sustain a season and then come back and then still be good in the playoffs, which is crazy. They have probably even their run their their backs are like probably the top on any other team, they'd be one or two, the backs. Fournette, Jones, and then I don't know. There's another guy they have um, from the Bengals. What's his name? Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard. Bernard. The defense, their defense seems to be struggling, so, though. The 23rd right now. So, I no, mean. No, okay. So, their defense is 23rd, but they're playing. But that defense, when it comes down to it, is stacked. It is a stacked defense. It's young. It's talented. And, yes, they might be injured now because of uh, the how grueling the season is because they did uh, win the Super Bowl. But I guarantee you that they will be right there in playoff contention time when it all comes down to it. You, you, you know, like, you know, the, the, in, like, like everything, this is the NFL. So with, 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 with any NFL season, it's a team that's hottest, hottest toward yeah. the end of the year that yes, ends up yes, usually yes. winning the Super Bowl. That's yes. what it is. So, so sure, whatever, we yeah. have our surprises for the year, but the team that's the most, 
that it's in playoff contention, yep. the third first Healthiest, or the yeah. first seed or the seventh seed, but they're playing their best football has the best shot to win the Super Bowl. I agree. And also matchups and injuries, all that you know, plays it could change. We could go from it's one know, game too. It's not like yeah. the yeah, MLB exactly. or NBA where you know one team can Intangibles win. Tangibles are huge. Yeah. No one expected the Chiefs to lose last year in the against the Buccaneers on uh, I know for our, for our chosen, but except except our, our our special guest Abrar who foresaw the Buccaneers winning with All right, Tom guys, Brady. We got to talk about the Bears us, and Justin us, Fields. <laughs> us mere mortals did not see that coming. Speaking of spe- oh, before we before we jump into Justin Fields, I have a special question about that. Uh, quick thoughts: What are your what's the game you guys are most looking forward to this week? Bears. Okay, uh, I figured. Why would why did I even ask that question? <laughs> why did I Abar waste my time not, asking that Abar question? is not rooting for the Bears, but his I'm, most favorite game to watch is the Bears. Just so can I, I? I don't. I I have a answer that's not the Bears. So um, I'm gonna say, dude. I'm telling you, man. It's crazy because the impl- implications are wild to this game. Um, the Sunday night game. Oh, Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs, man. The Nets have been good, man. I know we're gonna get into no, this, really. but I don't know. give me the Bills over the Chiefs on Sunday night. Two and three Chiefs, baby. Two and three Chiefs. Can you imagine? It's crazy because I forgot who I was listening to, but they were talking about how it seems as though, you know, the last couple of years it looks it looked like the Chiefs were like ten steps ahead of every team in the NFL. Um, but they're saying, you know, th- this league is changing so fast that um people have caught up and caught on to how the chiefs play and everything like that so um it'll be interesting to see what adjustments they make and i'm sure they will you know they got patrick mahomes obviously the one of the most dynamic quarterbacks i've ever seen and they got one of the greatest coaches of all time andy reed so but dude the bills defense is insane insane so They've been like running shoutouts, right? Yeah. Lock, two, lock, lock them up at Arkham Asylum because they're crazy good. They're crazy good. They're uh, cousin their Josh minus is like plus 200 or something probably. Yeah, it's insane, dude. So um, watching the Bills defense go up against the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Oh, man. Like Obaid has been saying, these Sunday night games have been like amazing. Fire. I don't and know how then, they do this. It's yeah. Straight fire. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm hoping are the, for a are one, the Bears but... playing on any Sunday night games? Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> well, we had the first one. That was the first game. You might get a flex game because of Justin Fields. Well, basically, you're saying you love the Bears and the Rams game, huh? Is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, fire. I Apparently, I do. Wait, actually, they might be done with uh, Sunday night games. They have Thursday night and they have Monday night. Uh, yeah, from what I remember. Yeah, they could yeah. do a flex game if Justin Fields has like. Yeah, at the end of the year, yeah, depending yeah, if they're close uh, to making the playoffs. Ooh, uh, imagine like Packers at Chicago Sunday night. Yusuf's gonna, Yusuf's gonna, his heart's gonna explode. Wait, 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 I think it might be right. December 12th is a Sunday, yeah. December 12th, the Bears and the Packers are playing on Sunday night football. Oh, is it? They might change that though, depending on whoever. Hey, 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 come on, let me stay excited, Daniel, for a little bit. Why do you suck the joy? Oh, no, no, no. This is, uh, this is week uh, 13 or so. So I, I think no, we'll be playing no, at that time. October 17th. Uh, no, we'll be playing in that time because we'll be contending for the playoffs. Yeah, we'll still be contending. So it's not like it's the last week or the second last week. So I'm, we'll probably play in that game. For, for this week, I'm, I'm most looking forward to 
you want a surprise game. I, I'm looking forward to the Titans and Jaguars because I want to see if the Titans can. No, I, I want to see how bad the Titans actually are and see if they can get another bad team to get another victory. Off How'd of you lose against the Jets, man? How do I don't you know. Lose against- what, what happened to your boy, King Henry, and your they- Super Bowl favorites, uh, Tennessee Titans? What happened? Oh yeah. I never said they were Super Bowl favorites. Not favorites, but, yeah. Yeah. but, I, but I'm a huge contender. fan of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is killing it still. They don't have mm-hmm. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, right? They're oh. hurt. So okay. Tannehill doesn't really have anybody to throw to. When they're back, watch out, watch out. Watch you know, out, watch out. <laughs> Tennessee has always been good l- later on in the season. They've never had That's a true. they've never had like like a good first half of the season. They've always became hot at the right time and they've always been favored to go further on. But like I think in the like Obed has said, or um Yusuf, I think, was talking about how teams have started to catching catching up to the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's not that teams have started catching up to the Kansas City Chiefs. I just think the toll is now much more harder on the Kansas City Chiefs because they've been consistently how many AFC championships, like five AFC championships in a row and uh, multiple Super Bowls. I mean, it takes a toll on the body. And I think I think this time this year you'll see a, a struggling Chiefs team to get through the playoff. And I don't think, and this is going to be shocking, I don't see the Chiefs being the AFC representatives for the Super Bowl this year. I see them going out in the second round. I had I had, playing, yeah. I had, yeah. chosen, I had the um, Cleveland Browns, Browns. You forgot. It's okay. For, for the year. <laughs> um, and so. I would say. And, that and, 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 and the same, same reason I picked them is the same reason I think Cowboys are can't have a shot is because they have a great defensive line and one of the best offensive lines and they have two stud running backs and all Baker has to do is not mess up. And that's kind of what I'm worried about, to be honest, but um, the rest of the, you know, they have a good foundation, one of the most talented teams in the NFL. And if they can put it together, you know, like they did last year, then I think they have a really good shot in the AFC, you know, because if the chiefs like a bar saying do fall off, which how they're playing right now, they are kind of falling off a cliff, whatever it may be. It might be a Super Bowl hangover. A lot of teams have that. Um, but who knows? Who knows? The FC, yeah. I think, is, is more up for grabs than it has been in, a, in quite a while. And, That's a- and the Chiefs team is getting old. You have to understand, like, they have not replenished this offensive studs like Kelsey or even Tyreek Hill or even the wide receivers with new, fresh, talented players because they've always given up that first-round pick. Now, when you're winning Super Bowls, it doesn't really matter about that, but there comes a time where you have to start thinking, like, I got to get I gotta get some young talent around Patrick Mahomes. Otherwise, you're going to have a situation where Patrick Mahomes is good, but then these players are not good. And that happens faster in the NFL than you think. So, yeah. Which matchup are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm week? not interested in any of the matchups this week. Um, but if I had to pick one, um, I would go with um, the Sunday night matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills, just because I want to see how the Chiefs handle this this Bills mm-hmm. defense. And now the Bills are hungry because this is the second year that they've been shut out of contending deep into the playoffs and I feel like if any team that can overthrow the Bills in a playoff right I mean not the Bills the Chiefs in the in 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 a playoffs game would be the Bills just because they're very talented 
and they run similar off, not similar offense, but their offense is much more on a speed game, just like uh, the Chiefs are. And the Bills have the pieces to do it. And they also have the greatest backup quarterback in NFL history, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and on that amazing segue, speaking of the greatest. Hey, I got to answer my question quarter. too. What? Bro. Oh. Huh? I got to answer my question. I think you answered it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take that segue back. <laughs> All right, well, let me get this in. How would you feel if Josh Allen gets injured and Mitch Trubisky leads the Bills through the playoffs to the Super Bowl and wins? Oh, my God. I, I feel like goal. a terrible Bears fan, dude. I think, I, I think Yusuf would have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think he's gonna be yeah. a good he double doinks and then goes gonna, <laughs> Yeah, I think he's gonna get out of the chance. I think he's gonna do that. Well. He's like if it double doinks and goes in. Oh god, I, man. I, I, his eye's be, gonna twitch till the for day. The he Super dies. Bowl. Yeah, for the Super Bowl victory. That would just be a chronic condition. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, I mean uh, since no one's asked me, I'll go ahead with my own matchup. Oh, that wait, I feel like Daniel, almost... what, what uh matchup are you most looking forward to? <laughs> yeah, there we I go. Answer it. I was gonna answer it. Well, uh, to transition from Obey, talking about the Browns, for me, um, the Browns and the Chargers, I, I think it's going to be very fun to watch. A lot of talent on both sides. Um, the Chargers are just, they're a fun team to watch, man. I think they're one of my most favorite teams to watch um, with their offense and even defense. They got Bosa over there and they got the safety. Um, I forgot his name, but he's awesome. And, you know, they got some hunters on the defensive side, but offensively, Herbert's a beast. He's calm. Eckler's a beast. Uh, Mike Williams, and obviously you got Keenan Allen. So a lot of talent. And then the Browns, obviously, with the two-headed running monster with Chubb and Hunt. Um, and Baker Mayfield, I, I think, has been struggling the last couple of games. So that's the only – I think that's the only place where they're struggling as a defense. They're great. They held the Bears to six points, and then they held the Vikings to – seven points and the Vikings had been playing really well in terms of offensively. Dude. So let's see what happens, but I think that's going to be a fun game. And I, I think the chargers are going to come out and uh, beat the Browns. Oh, that's, I don't think, oh, well, that, well, thank you. Actually, that is another segue. What is your guys upset special for this week? Ooh, upset. Can I go first? Since yes, I always go last. Since you're ready. Yes. Yeah. My upset special for this week and it's going to be a surprise to you guys. It's going to bears over the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> My upset special oh God, this I don't, week. I don't feel like I'm happy about that because that probably means the Bears are going to lose. <laughs> and I'm starting the Bears defense in fantasy oh. this week, guys. What? Against Carr? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I did not see that coming. I'm just thrown off for a little right now. <laughs> I'm just like, what just happened? So I'll go with an upset. Um, I think there's a couple of teams that uh, they can be upsets for, but I'm going to choose um, the Lions over the Vikings. Nice. Not, uh, the Vikings are a nine points favorite. I think the Lions actually played really well against the Bears. They just made dumb penalties and had dumb turnovers uh, against the Bears, and they couldn't score in the red zone. So uh, I think the Lions, uh, I, I think, are going to beat the Vikings. Uh, and uh, for me, that's going to be my upset for week number five. You know um, oh, you know what the Lions are going to do this week, Daniel? What? 
make those same dumb penalties and the same <laughs> mistakes. They probably will, but so will the Vikings. So yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just whatever. But my uh, upset, I alluded to it earlier, but give me the Bills over the Chiefs. Sunday okay. night football. Ooh, yes. The Chiefs okay. are a three-point favorite. I got doc- to document all this. I'm going to go with the Bills over the Chiefs. And, bro, how it works is you have to have a different pick than everybody else, by the way. Okay. At my upset this year, or not even this year, but this week, is going to be the Dolphins over the Buccaneers because Tom oh Brady my God. always struggles with the Dolphins' defense. So Wow. That's, that's okay. huge. Yeah, and it's Brian Flores, so he's going to be prepared to handle Tom Brady. Bill Belichick decides. Final score, Buccaneers 49, Dolphins 0. <laughs> I'd say, I think it's going to, I don't want to give any numbers, but I think it'll be a close game. It'll come down to a field goal, and Dolphins will just kick, kick one through. And I have their kicker in fantasy, so you better pull through. Okay? Let's go. That's a Brar's fantasy tip of the week as well. So start Jason Sanders of the Miami Dolphins if he is on your kicking team. So he's gotten zero points, we, I think, two of the we weeks. Give, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we give Abrar the first uh, go at the, his lock. Yeah, you know, go for it. Abrar, what's your lock of the week? Um, my lock of the week. Hmm, I'm gonna have Cowboys being the Giants. That's a lock. Ooh, yeah, good one. It's Even though lock. it's a division game, I'm still I still think the Cow- Cowboys always play good in the first five weeks. So I'm gonna say Cowboys beat the Giants. That's a lock. And they throw for over five hundred yards. So oh, okay. rushing. <laughs> I better start Amari Cooper then, guys. Well you Amari, did you say Dak Prescott throws for 500 yards? No, I said total, total offense. Oh, total offense. Total offense. Over five, 500 yards. Like, Dak threw for 500 yards against the Giants. I would be yeah. like, dang, that is pretty impressive. Even my, though it's the Giants, my, it's a division game. I always think division games are like playoff games because it's just different, you know? So, oh, yeah. I will, get, that, I'll, get that on a T-shirt. Division games are like playoff games because that is true. Yeah. My lock of the week is the Ravens over Colts. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yusuf, what do you have? I have, man, give me the lock of the week, which is the Patriots over the Texans. Okay. The Texans are a struggling. That's, that's a good. That's a good point there. Really, and I don't think Bill Belichick loses you, two in a row. What do you guys think about Deshaun Watson? What do you think about what? What you gotta let me do my lock first, bro. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you seal it. You just skip it. For me, this is a tough one, man. You guys took all the good locks. I feel like um, for me, my lock. Uh, you I can make your this. lock a bar's upset. A bar's upset. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, I will do that. Also, just a heads up, obey. Then Yusuf, I feel like we should do point system where locks are worth one point and upsets are two, yeah. and then we should I agree. collaborate. I agree. Okay, got it. Okay. Go ahead, Abrar. You can ask your question now. What do you guys think that the Texans should do about Deshaun Watson? I mean, they didn't lose him, man. I mean... I think he's going to get traded, and I think he's going to end up on one of two teams. I think he will end up on either the Dolphins or, drumroll surprise, Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah, Pittsburgh, yeah. Aging, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger I can see that. Too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't, I, I think that, I think that, uh, but I definitely think dolphins have, cause obviously throughout the off season, that's what they were talking about. He's not going to be with them anymore. It's, it's, it's not a matter of fact of if they're going to do it, it's just kind of when they're going to pull the trigger. That's basically what it is. They are asking for a lot, but the more he's on the trading block, the less, the, the more leverage the Texans lose. So they're going to, what the, what they're going to be asking for is a lot of teams aren't most teams aren't going to want to give, you know, and obviously we know yeah. Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback talent, you know? So, so let me ask you a question, Obeid. Yeah. Um, do you think a year off of football has the same effect on a quarterback that it can on like a running back? Um, like my example would be Levy Unbell, right? He's was gone for a year, just like did not want to play. Right. And he's never been the same since. Do well, you think Deshaun Watson comes back and is Deshaun Watson, or do you think he loses a step? I think I think it it's hard to answer because it, I don't really know the motiv- motivation factor for Watson because as you brought up Le'Veon Bell, I can bring up uh, Adrian Peterson from his devastating ACL injury. He came mm-hmm. back stronger than he did before. Right. Same thing with Tom Brady after his ACL tear and Peyton Manning after. But I, I'm talking about not injury coming back. I'm talking sure. about like actually staying out of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think it probably has, I don't think it's going to have an impact on Watson per se, because there's so many distractions that I think he just wants to focus on being a football player. And I think he's going to want to come back, especially with all these allegations of what's going on and all the talks that he he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, I think. And so the thing with Bell, the difference was that I think he kind of just wanted to get paid. And once he got paid, he was like, eh, whatever. Cause yeah, obviously yeah. he went to the Jets and, and let, let, let's not, you know, mince words. He wasn't there to win a championship. He was there to get paid. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what he got, you know, what, right. and then that's not, I'm not being disrespectful to his talent. He's a great talent, was a great talent, but not anymore. Watson, yeah. I think, you know, he has that motivation factor. He's been a winner in college. He's been a winner in the NFL. Um, will he have some growing pains when, if, and when he comes back? Yes. But I would take him, uh, you know, 32 yeah. quarterbacks. I would take him, I would take, him over 30 of them honestly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and even taking you. a year off for Deshaun Watson does not mean it's a detrimental to him because he's his job because his injuries whatever he's had this will give him that time to heal and he might I think he will come back stronger and he will be really really good I feel like more quarterbacks are different than most players most of the players just because the league is designed to keep them safe and they don't take as many hits as they normally did. But Deshaun Watson being a running quarterback did take a lot of hits because he risked a lot of throws because he was carrying that team. So I think he'll come back better. just depends on where he goes. I ask that question. Um, I think of Michael Vick, you know? Yeah, exactly. And he was gone. And when he came back to the Eagles, dude, yeah. he, he lit he it up. killed right? it. So uh, that would be kind of cool to see if Deshaun Watson's able to do that too. A very, very important question. What do you think changed Matt Nagy's mind to make Justin Fields a starter after 48 hours ago? He said Andy Dalton is the number one QB for the Bears. He was so reading think- our WhatsApp chats, clearly. Yeah. Man, everyone was making fun of him, the team. Do you think it was a backlash? Do you think it was the management coming down? Do you think it was just him? A hundred percent. Which one? The media? The backlash. Or management. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I think so. Not I the management. Was, I don't think it was the management necessarily, but I think I don't think there was any way 
he would get he would lose all trust and credibility from Chicago and even just like the national media if he started Andy Dalton instead of Justin Fields. I like there was no yeah, that's that I agree, that, you know. But I then again I lose respect for you if you did it just for the backlash. Yeah, I mean to a certain degree, I I see what you're saying. I mean, saying, I agree with like, his decision. I'm yeah, happy yeah, yeah. he did it, but, but I'm just but saying he didn't as a stay person, true to his own. You didn't like, say true to who yeah, you are. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to his press conference with the media, right? Yeah. And it, yeah. It, I don't know if you got the same vibe I did, but it seemed like the pressure got to him. Yeah, yeah. Honest. I, I know, can. He I, said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have talks and stuff," but the media was asking him good questions. They're like, "Well, what like changed in this changed. time?" You know. And yeah. he really didn't have a good answer to that. He didn't. He never does. Oh, bro, what are your thoughts? He's I looking for the whys. I think <laughs> that this goes back to last season, right? Like when um, Matt Nagy was told about the play calling and the media was asking him very critical questions and he was like, oh, we'll think about it, but we're not sure how it's going to be. And then within like the weekend, like the weekend was over, we come back Monday for a new week. He's like, oh, Bill Lazer's calling, calling the plays. And they win. And they continue to win games, right? And then they go to the playoffs. He takes over play calling duties and they lose. <laughs> so I just, I agree. I think the media pressure gets to Nagy. Because why? Because in his mind, he, and like, well, he nailed it. Like at first you think like, oh, it's not an ego trip. It's an absolute ego trip for him because for whatever reason, he feels like he has this chip on his shoulder to prove that his offense is the best, the best. or he's the best person to run it. Right. And, he, and if you, if you, and if, if someone contradicts that he has like this, I need to prove to you that I have to stick by what I know because it's right. It works to a degree. Yeah. His offense might work and works in Kansas city really well, but in Chicago, it does not work. And I'll tell you why. It doesn't work in Chicago because one, we never had a star quarterback, right? That was plain and simple. Now we have Justin Fields, star quarterback. But two, what we don't have around Justin Fields is a solid offensive line. But we don't have stud players. Now, when I, when you guys no, so the Bears offense, dude, they're not stars. And everyone goes like, oh yeah, Allen Robinson's a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, where the hell was Allen Robinson last week or the week before or when we were losing all these games? Nowhere. Darnell Mooney's good. Darnell Mooney's great, great talent, but he's not a star player. Bears, the only star on the Bears is Justin Fields, plain and simple. Montgomery's a star. Montgomery's a top 10 running back. Montgomery's a star. Montgomery's a star. Come on. He is, bro. Montgomery is a star, bro. Come on. Have you watched him break tackles? Okay, where was David Montgomery last year in the playoffs? Because you barely read him. (laughs) Where was he? Nowhere. If he's, with this, he's with this offensive line, he's, he's top 10. That's insane. Think about it. He's easily top 10. He's easily top 10. If he's that good of a – he's a so-so player. Very talented, but not no, – no, no, I disagree. He's, he's oh, definitely yeah. top 10. Yeah, that's definitely not accurate. If David Montgomery was on the Kansas City Chiefs, he would be a second stringer. Okay, yeah, right. Abrar, He'd be much listen, better than CSW. Listen, yeah, listen yeah, David, Montgomery, oh, David Montgomery with Justin Fields out there is the best offensive player they have. No. Yes, yes. Justin Fields with a top wide receiver is the best thing for Allen Robinson is top 10, Allen too, Robinson you can say. He is, he is. He's never had a good uh, quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we saying Allen Robinson is the top 10 receiver in the NFL? I'm not. He's he can not be top, top 15. 15. No, 15. Yeah, I think he's 10. Yeah, no. 10-15. We got to get a list going. He's not Let's, there. Name, not, your, 
Send there it on WhatsApp, bro. Send your fifteen top fifteen receivers. Just because you're saying he had he had a he had a good year with bad quarterbacks, I can say Josh Gordon is good too. But he, you don't see him smoking opponents, pun intended. Josh Gordon on the Chicago Bears. <laughs> it's legal now. Like, yeah, so, you, right now. If Josh you, Gordon wanted to come to the Bears, I'd take him right right. Even all his smoking crap, I'll take him. <laughs> A proven star. I'm gonna There's, I'm gonna make a list of receivers. No I'm gonna send it to you guys, and uh, let's see if you can name more better receivers that than that. Brandon Marshall was the last wide receiver that was a stud. Yeah, Before he was good. Moose and Muhammad, I, and he was even a stud. Moose and Muhammad wasn't as great as uh, Robinson, in my Al-Shan. opinion. Robinson's Al-Shan not Al-Shan that good. good. Stop. Al-Shan. Honestly, there's a lot of times Robinson, when he can go get a ball, he doesn't go get it. Robinson? He drops a lot. That's one thing I'll give. He does. He doesn't fight as much for the ball. You guys are naive. Because if you look at other star teams, they have studs at wide receivers. Look, at, look. As much as everyone says, like, if Matt, Abar, do me a favor, I'm, send me fifteen, send me fifteen receivers that you think are better than I'll Allen send Robinson. You thirty dog. Yes. Send okay. Send. Oh, sorry. What the heck? He is absolutely okay. Right. Send it. Send it. I want to read them and then we'll discuss it together. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, you so at the next week's podcast. Yeah. When I'm not here. You can yeah. read them off. We will review. We will review it. Yusuf, I got to disagree with you and Abrar about uh, Matt Nagy changing his mind uh, from the media. I think it's coming from the upper management, which is being, you know, backlashed by the media. I think they're seeing that it's an embarrassment. And I think they're the ones that told Nagy to change it because I think Nagy's just been, I, I think he's had his ego, so he didn't really care. He talked about Dalton a long time ago. He's always, you know, had him. I think now that Fields played really well last week, I think the management came and said, hey, you want your job? Start Fields. Simple as that. I wouldn't be surprised if it is the media backlash, but for me, I feel like that's the better possibility that the management told him to change his mind and change it to Fields being the starter. But do you think the Dalton. management, even if you think that the management said it, do you think the management said it because of the media backlash? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's okay, what I mean. So you're the, just saying there's so one technically, yeah, 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 but I'm just, yeah. I mean, it is, the media's affected. So, yeah. like, everyone, See, like, Ryan Clark and Dan Orlovsky, love those guys because they butcher Matt Nagy, and I think that's definitely got the Bears management thinking and make, and they know that it was a joke because everyone was talking about the Bears, like, get up every single sports station was just talking about how ridiculous Matt Nagy's been with this um, a notion that Dalton is the QB one for the bears. And I think eventually they're just like, Hey, you got to change this. Tell them fields is the guy to go. And now he's like, yeah, he's ready. And it's yeah, like two days. This, <laughs> this, this, this decision that he made it, it only, it basically it's, it's got one or two things is going to happen. Either Matt Nagy is going to be, uh, is going to be like, Oh, uh, they're going to think that, Oh, he made the right decision. In, in starting Justin Fields, or they're going to be like, Matt Nagy was right all along in that Andy Dalton should have been. The I don't so think this so. Way, I don't no, think no, no, this way, this way, here's the thing. This decision, no matter how it is, it's still kind of an egotistical decision because it, it is mostly trying to save his job, but at the same time, it's the right decision because I, whatever he does, whatever happens with the quarterback situation, Nagy is going to be right either way. Be it no, one second. Dalton should be the starter or he took a leap and started I th- Fields. I think there's going to be two right things thing too. I, I think there's going to be two things, like you said. One second, Abar. I'm just going to mention really one quick one quick thing. Either this move is going to showcase that feels like Matt Nagy made the right move or that Nagy can't run the system or the scheme. I don't think it's going to be that Dalton should have been the starter. Go ahead, Abar. Okay, so first of all, I don't care what anybody says. 
about about Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Justin Fields is light years better than Andy Dalton. Like those throws, I man. Those throws. Years, I mean, like the, the touch on the ball, how he runs the offense, how he learns, like how quick, quickly he learned that humble from guy. game versus the Detroit game. Listen, the Detroit's not that good, but I'm saying. If you just look at how he played in the Cleveland game against like a stout defense, and then he came back to how he played in the Detroit, I mean, his improvement was extra, like really, like you don't see that. Usually, you see like a semi-par game, but he improved dramatically. Now, had that has that to do with play calling? Yeah, absolutely. And has that to do with Bill Asia putting him in the right spots? Yes, absolutely. But he is light years better than Andy Dalton and he's only going to get better and from a talent perspective management yeah Matt I think more so the media affects Matt Nagy more because he knows that in Chicago that you live and die by the media you live and die because if the media is crucifying you management has no choice but to follow what the media says and if the if you're if the media praises you then you're good in Chicago why and it, it's with every Chicago team just go through them and you'll see. Uh, Nagy just talks too much, man. He needs yeah. to just cut it short. He exactly. just talks too and much. Same thing. The Cubs won the championship. People love the Cubs. Why didn't the Cubs uh, start fresh within a year after the championship? Because everything's great. We won a championship. Curse is over. Same thing with the Jordan era. After Jordan left, oh, we can still win games. We don't need to replenish these stars or we just didn't get the right piece. It's just here in Chicago, you live and die by the media. And maybe management came to him and was like, hey, you know, even talent-wise, they'd be like, look, you know, Nagy, this is probably how I went down. Pace is like, look, it's great. But from from the management perspective and from the scouting perspective, yeah. uh, Justin Fields is way more talented. And, and all the players he, want him to play right he, now. He gives I- Nagy a better option to run his offense. Like, I don't understand why Matt Nagy does not see that. Like he gives you that running ability. He he allows you to move the pocket. He has the most amazing deep ball throw for a rookie that I've seen. Like how he drops the ball into the receiver's hand and the touch on the ball is just like it's like wow, that is yes. amazing. But what so, <clears throat> yeah, you saw. I was going to ask you a question. Just, yeah, if any, if Nagy says that Andy Dalton is better for this offense? Absolutely not. Then he's, he's crazy. Sorry, I was just going to swear I stopped myself. <laughs> he's Sensor. crazy because anyone can see that Justin Fields is a way better talent than and Andy Dalton. Like, that's light in days. And it's only been, what, two games he started? So, uh, Justin Fields all the way. And, like, there's no way Issa, Andy Dalton's getting that job back. No way. So do you think the reason uh, Dalton, I mean, uh, Nagy didn't want to start Dalton was, be- I mean, uh, Fields was because he thinks that if Fields doesn't play this year or plays at the end, uh, then he has a much better chance of returning than if Fields plays and they do okay and he gets fired because they know that he can't run his system and they need to move on and find a new coach. You think that had something to do with it? You're saying like to um, kind of extend his tenure with the yeah, Chicago Bears? Yeah, yeah. Because he thought that Andy Dalton gave him at least if he's to win? playing with Andy Dalton, he's like, oh, we haven't seen Fields this year that much. You know, we yeah. should definitely bring Nagy and he can definitely coach him. But at least if Fields is playing from week three on, right. you know that this is enough time for the scheme to get fixed and the place to be run properly. Yeah. And Nagy can't make an excuse. 
if they're okay, not scoring no, enough points. I, I agree with you, but unfortunately, you know, as I was re- listening to the radio too, it's kind of a double-edged sword because now it seems as though this can potentially buy Nagy more time, right? Because now you're in the developmental phase of Justin Fields. And so Matt Nagy can just chalk this season up to, oh yeah, this is just a wash He's season. Not ready. We're just kind of He's developing Justin Fields, no matter what their record is, right? If the Bears have a losing record with Andy Dalton, is Matt Nagy on the chopping block? Yeah. Is he on the chopping block if they have a losing season with Justin Fields? Not so much, I don't think. As a fan, yes, I think you know. I think I yeah, as a fan, definitely yeah. But with management, George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, and stuff, I think um, they're not gonna fire Matt Nagy after one year of Justin Fields. There's no way. That's depressing, man. It's it sad. is. It is. But that's that was also kind of a chess move by Matt Nagy. I feel like you know. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Avar? You can speak. Okay, so here's what here's what I said about talent, right? Everyone knows Justin Fields talented, all right? Last year, Matt Nagy, before we even knew the Bears were getting just Justin Fields, the Bears somehow got to the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky and lost in the first round. Nagy has a winning record, and he was on the chopping block. For sure he was. There's no way that he was not because the city knows that, like I said, you'd live and die by the media in Chicago. There's no ifs or doubts about it. And they had no choice but forced to pick a quarterback. And because of picking the quarterback, Justin Fields, their jobs were saved. And they got an extension for a year, for another two years. I two think. years. Well, see, that's that's what so, I said in the podcast last year, Danielle, when the Bears didn't have a winning record. They went 8-8. Eight and eight, And the only yeah. reason they made the playoffs was because yes. they added an extra spot. Yes, extra And I, that's what I was – I was like, man, now they're going to just what? soak this in and say – Oh, Matt Nagy took the Bears. We got it. Yeah, two out of the three years. Yeah, he's still on the chopping block. That's true. Everyone, listen. It does. It honestly, it comes down to what we know, dude. Everyone knows Justin Field is a star. He's a star. Like, dude, a broader though, but it doesn't matter if he's on uh, the chopping block with the media or the fans. At the end of the day, if you hear George McCaskey's interview on the radio after. You know, they got eliminated think, in the playoffs. He was like, well, yeah, you know, we made the postseason and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro. Yeah, that's the mindset that they we have. We don't give the Bears ownership that as credit as we should. But I feel like with what they with, – with who Justin Fields is and the talent that he is, and they know that this defensive window is now closing. It is on the down end. If you need to get a new head coach to rehabilitate – dude – I'll give you a perfect example. The Chargers did it with their head coach. They fired the head coach that was there that drafted uh, uh, Justin Herbert and then hired a new head coach, and they are doing amazing in their second season. It's not like it hasn't happened. No one expected that to happen, but it happened because you have to make those moves. Now, if Justin Fields goes 8-8, eight and eight, but he has a great like quarter end of the season or the last end of the season – the management's going to be like, look, we have a star. We need to get a coach that is in that same mindset as Justin Fields that supports him. Because I'm telling you, every Dude, there's no way they fire him if I, I don't think Matt Nagy is getting say, fired unless they like, get Matt blown Nagy, out at game after this, game. And this yeah, is man, it's going to be tough. I hope it's Matt Nagy is going to get fired at the end, end of the season. I don't think so. They're going to give yeah. him the pink slip. Because the Bears are going to lose a game, and it's going to be on him on the play calling because here's what's going to happen. 
He's going to get, because with Bill Lazor calling the plays, they're going to get so much credit. He's going to crave that attention. And they're like, I'm taking back play calling duties. They lose I don't think he's going to take it back if they're doing well. He will. He will. His, his ego will not allow him to, to not get the credit. For I him. think uh, I agree with the bro. I think he's gone. He's gone he's by gone. the end of the year. You know, I don't. Th- um, I wish. Man. I, will, I hope yeah, you guys are right. I, I, I hope you guys are right. No, yeah. he's gonna be gone, and here's why: because the Bears know that there's. Because look at all these new coaches that they're hired. Even um, like their coaches, that like like you said, a lot of coaches have caught up to the Kansas City Chiefs or team have teams have. It's also because of the coaches that coaches these teams have hired that run a similar style as Kansas City. Not exactly the same, but similar in certain with the speed guys having a good defense, having good offense, and the quarterbacks are not that great. But some of these teams that are dominant, the quarterback play is you playing lights like you're throwing the ball deep, and that's right what's winning in the NFL right now. I hope so, man. You know, here's what's gonna happen. You know, Matt Nagy is gonna Matt Nagy is gonna be the fall guy. Ryan Pace is not going to be a fall guy. So, who hired? Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, and he's going to be one that's going to be letting him go. It's much harder to f- find a good GM than it is to find a good coach or equally as hard. So, so whatever. Ryan Pace has made some good decisions in this past. I under- understandably, he's messed up on a few draft picks, sure, but they're not going to lose both. You're losing a lot of consistency with the team there. They're not going to lose both. One is going to go, and I'm going to hedge my bets on Matt Nagy because – Ryan Pace is not going to He's in front himself. of the media. His, in, yeah. And exactly. Ryan Pace has two things that are going for him. One, he got Khalil Mack to Chicago Bears. Two, he got Justin Fields. And it won't matter anything else in the back end because you know what? Those are stars. And that puts him in a – I mean, he had like, – like I said, in drafting, you have good picks and you have bad picks. But you just have to make sure that the good picks are like really good picks. And Justin Fields is a really good pick, and it erases all the bad picks. It just does. That's just how it works in the NFL. And he got Khalil Mack, who's a stud. So, I mean, I've, and I'm going to close off by saying this, that, yeah, Matt Nagy's gone at the end of the season. There's going to be a new head coach in Chicago who's going to support Justin Fields. Ryan Pace is going to do some magic, get us some first-round pick value, get some wide receivers around Justin Fields, build that O-line. Bears are going to be back in business next season for eight and eight you have too much uh faith in uh yeah I ryan agree. Pace. it's not too much faith it's just history right like you just yeah look at history, the history with ryan pace the nfl is a copycat drafted adam shaheen dude drafted an offensive lineman who was, he knew he had a back injury <laughs> he's he's missed so many times let's talk about listen, that the, it's all right oh yeah yes I, listen yeah we'll talk about that another time Abraham had the perfect way to end it, and Yusuf had to say something. I had, had to, to I say credit. something. He had this to say man something. Was giving credit to Ryan Pace. <laughs> I'm not oh. giving credit to Ryan Pace. I mean, he's gonna be looked at as what his picks are gonna be like. Okay, regardless of whatever his pick is, the two picks that he, not even picks, but the trade and the pick of Justin Fields is gonna. He's gonna be like, I drafted Justin Fields, and I got his Khalil Mack, and that's all anyone has to say. You know, and that's the bottom line to this. And and with that being said, we appreciate Abrar for coming and being our special guest host, right? Guest host, yeah. right? Yeah. Guest yeah. star, guest star yeah. Uh, yeah. for our 20th episode of the Benchmop Scrubs. And honestly, I didn't think we'd make 20 episodes. Real talk. I'm glad <laughs> we did. Here we are. And to 20 more. And yeah, 20 more. And uh, I guess with. So Abrar is our Justin Fields and Ibrahim is our Andy Dalton. 
Oh yeah. shoot! He's not gonna think. And Yusuf, Yusuf is our Ryan Pace. That being said, thank you everyone for listening, tuning in, and you can always catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Hopefully, none of them go down again like they did last a few days ago. But nonetheless, thank you guys for always supporting us, and we hope to catch you soon next time on episode twenty-one. Peace out, y'all. Yeah.